I'm Fred Amon, Dean of Suffolk University Law School, and I'm pleased to welcome you to the Legal Research Podcast Series. Hi, this is Samantha Moppet, and I'm a professor of legal writing at Suffolk University Law School. This podcast briefly summarizes the research steps that can lead you to primary legal authority. Before we get started, please note that there's a handout that accompanies this podcast. You can download it by clicking on the appropriate tab on the screen. Primary authority comes from federal and state government entities and includes things like cases from courts, statutes from legislatures, and regulations and decisions of administrative agencies. Most of these materials are available in print, both at the Suffolk University Law School Library and other law libraries, and online, either in subscription databases like Westlaw and LexisNexis, or on free websites. When you begin a research project, even one where the goal is to find primary legal authority, you might choose to start by looking at secondary authority, like hornbooks or law review articles, which can help you understand a legal issue through detailed analysis and explanation. Secondary authority also usually cites to relevant primary authority. For more on doing legal research using secondary authority, please listen to the next podcast in this series. As we all know, there are three branches of government, the judicial branch, the legislative branch, and the executive branch. Let's begin by discussing how to research cases from the judicial branch of government. Judicial opinions, or cases, are issued by both state and federal courts. In most instances, there are at least three levels of courts, trial courts, intermediate appeals courts, and the court of last resort, usually called the Supreme Court although some states do not have the intermediate-level courts. For example, Rhode Island has trial courts and a state Supreme Court, but it does not have an intermediate appellate court. There are also specialized courts, such as bankruptcy courts. You can find cases both in print and on LexisNexis and Westlaw. Because cases are published chronologically, by jurisdiction, the best way to find cases using print sources is with a digest, basically an index to case law which arranges cases by subject. You're probably familiar with digests published by West, such as West Massachusetts Digest, Federal Practice Digest, and the Regional Digest. West Digests are arranged alphabetically by topic, and each topic is divided into smaller subjects designated by key numbers. Under the key numbers are brief summaries of law on the topic you're researching with case citations. The summaries for a case cited by the digest are the same as the headnotes that appear for that case in a West reporter. Topics and key numbers are also used on Westlaw, so if you find something useful in a West Digest, you can use the same topic and key numbers on Westlaw. And remember, always check the pocket parts of the digest you use, and always update cases you use with a citator, like Shepherds or Keysight, which I'll discuss later in this podcast. Now on to statutes. While cases are from the judicial branch of government, statutes come from the legislative branch. Statutes are laws and rules enacted by state and federal legislatures. It's often best to begin statutory research using print sources. Using a print index frequently helps you to find the correct terminology. For example, if you look up automobiles, you may be directed to see motor vehicles, the wording actually used in the statute. Also, it is easier to get a quick overview of how one piece of legislation fits into the larger statute by quickly browsing the print table of contents and the pages of the statute. If you use print sources to locate a statute, you should begin with the annotated statutes, sometimes referred to as an annotated code or annotated laws, for the jurisdiction you are researching. Using annotated codes is important because in addition to getting the full text of statutes, you'll also get a brief legislative history of the statute, cases interpreting the statute, and references to secondary sources such as ALR reports and law review articles. Each state has its own set of annotated statutes. For example, Massachusetts statutes can be found in both the Massachusetts General Laws Annotated and the Annotated Laws of Massachusetts. 
For federal statutes, you can use the United States Code Annotated or the United States Code Service. As with researching cases, remember to check the pocket parts and update statutes with a citator. If you want to use online sources and just need the text of a statute, you can use the free official state and federal websites. To find annotated statutes online, you will need to use a subscription service like LexisNexis or Westlaw. Annotated codes also usually cover constitutions and court rules, so you can look there if you need to research a federal or state constitution or rule. The third and final branch of government is the executive branch, which is responsible for administrative law. Administrative law deals with regulations, decisions, and other documents from the executive branch of government. On the federal level, this includes the Office of the President as well as 15 executive departments, like the Departments of Labor and Justice. There are many agencies that fall under these main departments, like the FBI, and numerous independent agencies, like the Environmental Protection Agency. On the state level, administrative law deals with the Office of the Governor and state agencies, like, in Massachusetts, the Office of the Attorney General and the Massachusetts Commission Against Discrimination. Let's talk a little bit about administrative agencies and what a regulation actually is. Administrative agencies deal with a variety of subjects and their main purpose is to regulate and decide on very detailed and highly specialized topics that legislatures simply do not have the expertise to deal with. State and federal agencies get their powers through the legislature. These powers are outlined on the federal level in the United States Code and on the state level in state statutes. In essence, a regulation is a rule that's issued by an administrative agency and has legal force. You'll find federal regulations in the Federal Register, which is published daily. They are then codified annually by subject in the Code of Federal Regulations. For Massachusetts, regulations are first published in the Massachusetts Register and then codified in the Code of Massachusetts Regulations. You can also shepherdize their key site regulations to check on the history, amendments, and citing references. Now let's talk about agency decisions. Federal and state legislatures give administrative agencies quasi-judicial power in determining cases and questions that deal with the highly specialized regulations that they create. Most federal agencies and some state agencies write formal opinions to justify or explain their decisions. These decisions are binding. Be sure to shepherdize or keysight agency decisions to make sure they're still good law, just like you would for regular cases. On the federal level, most agencies publish their decisions in official and unofficial reports that are available in paper and via Westlaw and LexisNexis. On the state level, many agencies report their decisions in official reporters, while others do not. The library has paper reporters for some Massachusetts agency decisions, and the Social Law Library database is a great resource for even more Massachusetts state agency decisions. Most of the primary authority I've talked about here is available in both LexisNexis and Westlaw. The one exception is agency decisions, especially those from state agencies, which can be difficult to find. But cases, annotated codes, court rules, constitutions, and administrative regulations are on LexisNexis and Westlaw and are usually up to date. The easiest way to find these on Westlaw or LexisNexis is when you already know the citation to the specific item you want. If you don't have a citation but are trying to find materials that pertain to the topic you're researching, choose a database and run searches. Searching for primary authority on Westlaw and LexisNexis can be difficult and expensive. Both services have toll-free support lines that you can call for search assistance, and you can also get help from the law school's reference librarians. Getting help using Westlaw and LexisNexis can save both time and money. Before you rely on a case, statute, or other primary authority, you want to check and make sure that the proposition of law you want to use it for is still valid. For example, court decisions can be reversed or overruled by other courts, 
and statutes can be amended by legislatures or found by courts to be unconstitutional. You'll want to see if anything like this has happened to your case or statute before citing it in a memo or brief. The easiest way to check is to use an online citator like Shepherds on LexisNexis or Keysight on Westlaw. You can also use Shepherds in print, but it usually takes longer and can be confusing. Keysight uses a picture of a red flag and Shepherd uses a picture of a red stop signal when the item you're checking is likely no longer good for at least one point of law. But this doesn't necessarily mean that it's not valid for your purposes. For example, a case may be reversed on one issue and affirmed on another. If the issue you want to cite it for is the one that was affirmed, the fact that it was reversed wouldn't affect you. You can also use Keysight and Shepherds to further your research because both will give lists of cases, statutes, and secondary sources that cite the item you're checking. In concluding this podcast, I'd like to remind you that you can download the Primary Authority Guide that has more detailed information on researching the primary authority I've discussed. It also has information on how to contact Suffolk University Law School Library for additional assistance. Good luck and happy researching. Thank you for listening to this installment of Suffolk University Law School's Legal Research Podcast Series.